Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Okay, we are in Colossians 1 verse 11 today. Now, just by way of reminder, this is in the middle of Paul's prayer that we as a church would walk in a way or with a lifestyle that pleases the Lord. And he's giving us four ways to please the Lord. Here's our third one, verse 11. Being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. Consider for a moment, what do you think of when you think of power? What people or images or things come to mind? For me, the first couple uh, is like politicians, right? They have power and they have influence to, to make decisions and to lead, which I also think of authority, you know, CEOs, business owners, parents even, the government, people with a sense of great authority over other people. Or I think of the wealthy, what money can do for you, that you have power to make things happen or to choose what you want to do and what you don't want to do. What do you think of when you think of the word power? Well, in Colossians 1 here, Paul prays that the church would be strengthened with all power. The Greek word there that's translated power is the word dunamos, which is where we get our word dynamite. All right, so that's pretty powerful. So that's the image that you could put in your mind. He's saying, would you be strengthened with this dynamite power, so to speak? So what I want to do in this episode is simply look at this verse carefully, because remember, we're trying to be slow, active, engaged readers of the Bible so that we can mine out all of the gold here. That's how we do it. So let's look at verse 11 to figure out what Paul means by the fact that we can be strengthened with all power. Let me highlight three aspects of power from this verse. First, I want you to notice that this power is not from within us, and this power does not originate in you. This is, first, a power from God. Paul says that we would be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. So he says the strength that we need, it's not an inner strength. We've got to get this, especially in our context today. It's not the you that you always could be, but you've been hindered from being or been afraid to be. It's not the expressive individualism of our day to do whatever we feel like because that's true power. No, he says that we would be strengthened according to his glorious might. This is a power from God in you. Okay, so on this, let me ask you one question. Look at your life, look at your kind of day-to-day actual functional life and ask yourself, do you daily try to live in your own strength or power or do you rely on the power of God in you? Or if you don't know how to answer that, here's one very clear diagnostic question. How often do you pray for situations in life versus how often do you think, strategize, talk about, or act on those situations? 
you know, for us, we can think and think and think, strategize and strategize, act and act, talk and talk all we want to, but all of that usually means we are primarily acting in the power of ourselves. We're trying to think our way, talk our way, or act our way through a situation. But how often do we pray that God's power might be at work in our situations in life? Friends, we've got to get this. This is beautiful. God Almighty sent His Spirit Spirit, the Spirit who created all things to infuse power into your life. That is available to you. You trying to act out of your own power, it's like a baby who's trying to crawl up or lift themselves up and they're trying to grab for anything they can and they're trying to force it and struggle and stress, just trying to lift themselves up all the off the ground when their parent is just sitting there waiting to help them if they would need it. This is the power that we need. We can struggle and struggle and use all of our might and barely move, or we can ask the God of all power to infuse his power in us. And that is what he wants to do. And that's the first thing Paul prays about. Okay, now second, here's what's maybe even crazier. I want us to see what this power and strengthening is meant to do. Because again, when we think of power, What do we think of? We think of strength and and authority and, and ability to do things. We think of kind of this muscle, physical kind of strength. Well, listen to what Paul says we've been given power for. The next phrase in the verse, that we would be strengthened according to his might for all endurance and patience. Point number two, this power is a power to endure. We need the power of God to endure and be patient. Now, I know many of you listening to this are probably going through a challenge in life right now. Probably for most of us, multiple challenges at once. That is just the way it is in life. Now, God might offer you power to do miraculous, kind of crazy, supernatural things in your life. He might do that. But often, We simply need the power of God to patiently endure in this life, and we cannot do that without the power of God in us. You know, if you feel pressure from family members to abandon your faith, you need the actual power of God to patiently endure. If you have chronic pain that just won't seem to go away and you can't find out what it is or answers for it, you need the power of God to patiently endure. If you have mental disorders that are causing life to be frustrating and lonely or sad, you need the power of God to patiently endure. If you want to make it to the end, walking in faith with God for decades, you need the power of God to patiently endure. Let us not despise the power of God simply to give you what you need to make it another day and then another day through another day, and then another conversation, then another relational issue. Patience and endurance comes from this power of God in you. Which brings me to my last point. It's a power from God. It's a power to endure. And lastly, it's the power of suffering joy. Look at this last little phrase. He says, this is a power for all endurance and patience with joy. Don't miss that. You know, we can gloss over again. We're trying in this podcast to help you not gloss over powerful words here. And when we see a little phrase tacked on with joy, we can think, okay, and just move forward. Don't miss this. 
There is a power from God that allows joy in suffering, joy in the midst of trials, joy in the midst of broken hearts and troubled situations, joy in the midst of mental fatigue and stress, joy in the midst of weariness, joy in the midst of heartbreak. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians that he lives in a state of being sorrowful, but always rejoicing. In Philippians, Paul says that we should rejoice always when you're smiling and when you're crying, when life is easy and when life is difficult. How is this possible? Because it is the power of God that allows the sufferer to smile, that allows the depleted to endure that allows the sorrowful to rejoice. And all of this, this power to be strong and to endure, to be patient and to have joy can only come from God alone. And this is why we strive to know God and enjoy him. Psalm 16 says, in his presence is the fullness of joy. If you want this type of deep joy, it has to come from God alone. Nowhere else can we find everlasting, deep, satisfying joy in the midst of all of the trials and struggles and hardships of life. We cannot find it. So let me end with this. If you are right now in a challenging situation in life, if you feel like hardships are one after another, I pray may you be strengthened with power from God to patiently endure in joy. Jesus Christ, the one that we look to, the author and perfecter of our faith, says that he came to suffer so that he could comfort sufferers. He came so that he could engage with us in the midst of our brokenness and loneliness. He felt the trials and struggles of life, and he did it, Hebrews 12 says, with his eyes on joy. It was joy that allowed him to go through this, and it is now his joy working in us that is power in these moments. It was purchased by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and this can be experienced as you know him even as you're suffering and have hardships. Friends, I pray that this would be true for you. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.